0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Parallact Venture Studio No-Code and Low-Code Webinar. Today, my name is Gian, and thank you for joining us. No matter where you are in the world, good morning or good evening. Today, my guests are going to be Artem Kukarenko, who is a software developer at Parallact, and Andrew Orsic, the co-founder and technical product manager at Parallact. And we're gonna talk about five no-code or low-code tools that we like to use in our products and in our MVPs. And also talk about two projects that we use those tools on to launch more quickly and really make the products as good as they can be at a lower cost for the founders. So to start off, if you have any questions about each of the tools that we go over, feel free to send them into the chat as we're talking about them. And also, if you are working with some no-code tools and you would like us to discuss them, we will have some time at the end of the show. Let us know what you're working with, what you're trying to learn, what you've been successful with using in the no-code or low-code realm, and we'd love to talk about it with you. So... Guys, can we start off a little bit with our background on with no-code and low-code tools? When did we start using them? You're both engineers, so obviously you know how to code. Why do you love these tools for building products?
1: Thank you, John. So and thank you everyone for joining and listening to us. So I think I'll start from one fact, one thing that's is really important for me and I think for many other founders. So there is one statement that building business is hard and whenever you build a business, uh, you, you, you often should make a lot of experiments because your initial idea is always evolving into uh, something different often. So you have to change decisions, pitches and things before you find the final way your product works and also find a message to your users. So, uh, and with no code tools, you you could kind of shorten this time. You you could build things quicker. Uh, you, you could build things yourself. So you could start off from some, um, you know, evening project, uh, use, uh, you know, some tools to build landing page and do a few more things. And, uh, yeah, so I think for me, key is that. uh, you can really boost your business with no code tools. And even if you do know how to code, like me, often uh, you would find no code and low code tools uh, perform better than actual coding.
0: All right, artum yeah. do you have anything to add to that?
2: Yeah, a couple of words from my side, yeah. Uh, I, um, I'm... I was working as software developer for seven years and uh, right now I'm a part of research and development department in Paralect. And right now we uh, are trying to find new ways or uh, idea validating and uh, fast uh, delivery. So, and we decided that no code and low code will be a great approach for that. Uh, Yeah, and today I'm here to share with you some of our experience. Yeah.
0: Awesome. All right, let's dive into our agenda for tonight. Uh, First up, we're going to talk about five tools, Webflow, Airtable, Retool, Superbase, and Zapier. And two projects that we built with those tools, CoinFlix and Novella. So, if you will start with Webflow, Uh, those of you who are watching, if you've used Webflow before, want to use Webflow, have questions about it, please let us know and let's get into it. Yeah. So, So tell us about Webflow.
1: Thank you, John. So, uh, I'll start here. Uh, So, I I think Webflow got really massive adoption at ProLec maybe three years ago. So, before the Webflow, developers used to build landing sites, and that was really expensive. That took a lot of time because developers don't like to change a little tiny thing. And when you build landing site, you you run multiple experiments with a copy, you do A-B tests, you make adjustments to improve the what landing site's supposed to do, conversion rate. And, and that's when uh, Webflow come into play. So uh, you can use Webflow to build a landing site without developers. So, and that's that's how we started to do this. So our like uh, two versions or three versions ago, Pearly.com was built by Dima, CEO of the company. And, and then we rebuilt, had another version. And finally we started to use Webflow. And with Webflow, our design team and marketing team could launch new pages and build and make adjustments very quickly so without a need to even talk to developers so this is the real uh, power of webflow and we have one example of our client who we work with this year so uh, in 2022 lighthouse app it's it's an app which allow you to rent uh, it's our friends uh, who built an app which allow you to rent the apartment and receive cashback so if you're looking for apartments in US, so you might give it a try. Uh, very good experience. And uh, I think it's summer of this year, so they used to have the uh, landing site built in Max.js, which is development framework. And uh, the change, the, the speed of change was really slow because to make a change, you need to create a task for developers, you need to plan this task because it's right, a bunch of serious work happening on the product. And we decided to rebuild the entire landing site into Webflow. So I think it took us like a week or maybe a little bit over the week to uh, rebuild the site in Webflow. We just made one-on-one copy and then replaced all landing sites with a new site. And from there, so it happened in in June, July of this year. Uh, from there, so they made, I don't know, maybe 10 different experiments and greatly improved the conversion of their landing site. Um, so. That's that's the web flow. So to sum up, uh, I would recommend, uh, you know, to the businesses to not, to stop using custom code to build landing sites and use either web flow, or if you're running uh, in like smaller business and don't have a designer. So you might use alternatives, such as Tilda, software card, uh, there is also one we didn't mention, but we use. Uh, it's called Supersaw. It's allow you to uh, make a website for hosting uh, your Notion pages. We use it for a growing products blog. Um, and there is one um, I saw it from City of Project uh, he's building a landing site uh, which would, would allow you to launch uh, a landing in one day. So it's little promotion, but you may follow here on Twitter and see how it goes. Yeah. So that's it, uh, I think.
0: <clears throat> All right. Next up is Airtable. Yeah. Uh, let's
2: move on to the Airtable. To Airtable. Yeah. Airtable can be used. Uh, like uh, can be used like as a primary database in your startup, or it can be a good alternative uh, to Google Sheet. So I will start uh, with a small demo. Let me share my screen. Yeah. Is everything okay um uh, this is my screen? Yep. Uh, yeah thank you so this is the interface of of a, a-, a- table so a table has a, a lot of date and uh, data types yeah you can manage your data right uh, in the browser for example we can change the size of the t-shot the data in this database is, is related to, to our startup summer programming courses Uh, these courses are uh, product, um, create the courses and uh, gather new programmers uh, annually. Uh, Yeah. So, um, as you see, it's it's really uh, efficient to change the data. You can create uh, a new additional field, for example, attachment field. And let's name it, for example, avatar. And uh, you can easily upload and attach new documents to database. And you will see this data right in the browser. Sorry, I have some problems with connection. Yeah, here you will see the student's avatar. Yeah. Uh, moreover, you can uh, visualize your data in different ways. For example, you can create a great dashboard with Airtable. Uh, you just select your database and uh, select the fields that participate in the. Uh, in the dashboard. Yeah, for example, you can create uh, the dashboard, which uh, tell us how many students applied and uh, how many students has, have <coughs> higher education. And uh, we can see the pie chart of the t-shirt sizes. Yeah. Um, besides, um, Airtable provides a lot of automations. For example, you can send an email when the new record uh, record, uh, was added to the uh, Airtable. And uh, finally, Airtable provides a great API. You can easily connect uh, Airtable database to So your uh, backend server. Yeah, so it's about Airtable. Uh, Yeah, Uh, and yeah, one second, I will finish my screen share. And yeah, Airtable uh, has some alternative. You still can use Google Sheets. It's uh, cheaper than Airtable, but yeah, as I said, Airtable has more uh, data types and Google Sheets. You can try to database, but uh, it's better right now. And you can try NoCodeDB, <clears throat> it's self-hosted Airtable version, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for the comment. And uh, uh, yeah, let's move on to the next slide.
0: All right, next up is Zagro.
2: Yeah, Zapier, Uh, yeah, I I will continue with Zapier. And uh, Zapier is an automation tool. It helps uh, to to automate your tasks, your daily routine, and it helps to connect two different uh, different applications between each other, yeah. Uh, So I will continue with demo. I will share my screen again. Yeah and I will continue with the uh, startup summer courses that I mentioned about when when, when, I'm, when I when I described the a table. So uh, as you see uh, the peer split all the tasks to the several steps. Uh, first of all we it, it tracks the form submission to tally. Tally is the alternative to Google Forms. Uh, After after submission, we create uh, some records in Airtable. Uh, We create a card in Trello. and finally, we send a message to Slack. Yeah, let me show it in action. Uh, One second. I will. So here's the Tally interface. It's a simple form. Which is created with tally I just put name um, and uh, select some of the options. Yeah. Let's send form. After that, the new record in a t- table should be created. Let's check. Uh, oh my. So, uh, as usual, something went wrong. New record was not created, but it should.
1: It might be just related to the limits on your separate house, but that's what uh, often happens.
2: Maybe, yeah. Yes, sorry, yeah. Let's keep it and... uh, yeah, move on to the Zephyr alternatives. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but so uh, on, um, on, on, on Zephyr, I think just a few words to add. So it's it's really been popular tool which we're using for, for money automation. So if you need to send, I don't know, ad hook email or if you need to connect few tools together, so Zephyr, um zapier is out there for for really long time and uh and instead of uh, writing little piece of code so you might just consider uh, expose uh, like some sort of important events in the life cycle of your product and then use zapier to kind of send that hook email or like artem said even implement the whole workflow which can consist multiple steps so like someone submit submits a form uh, you send this data to the error table database and then you uh, kind of take data and take that somewhere else down the pipeline. So if you never use it, give it a try. Yeah, it, it's quite easy it's tool. Yeah,
2: to understand. Yeah, and uh, Zapier has a ton of alternatives, but I uh, highlighted three ones. Three, uh, the first one is Make, formerly in Jaggermouth. Yeah, it's, um, it's similar to Zapier, but it can be cheaper for you, yeah. Uh, and IO, I selected this one because it's, it, it's self-hosted open source solution. You can um, host all the automation tasks uh, on your server. And Retour Workflows uh, work is newcomer, it's in beta right now it's not code solution, it's low code solution, but you can uh, yeah automate all your workflows in the inner tool, connect all your data sources, all uh, Postgres database, and uh, yeah split all the jobs or split job to the several
0: tasks yeah. Uh, in, that's it. All right, we'll move on to the next tool then, which is Superbase.
1: I think I think Samuel has asked how it's going, so it's going good. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Samuel. Um, so if you have any questions, so feel free to send. But we will also have a QA question at the end of the session, right? Where we'll be able to answer the questions. And also if you have your ideas, so feel free. And you want us to kind of think about what tools would be best to build your idea, like side ideas, small project, a big project to solve some tasks. So feel free to share that in the comments. So we'll be glad to talk about it. So, uh, Superbase, uh, so Superbase is, uh, um, is one of my favorite tools of this year. Um, So the biggest reason uh, for this is that we managed to save um, about 30% of time to build uh, like full product uh, um, using Superbase. So uh, typically over the years, so our average launch time at Perlec was around three months. And with Superbase, uh, we managed to launch a product named ListedKit. So it's ListedKit.com, I believe. Uh, in just uh, 7 weeks so uh base is like uh, Superbase is uh is like database if uh, someone um, like built mobile apps and he might be familiar with firebase so Superbase is alternative to the firebase uh, uh and allow uh So it's not even exactly the low code. So we call it low code, but I would say it's little code because you need to be a developer to use like 80% of Superbase functionality. Uh, So it's like database, which you could edit with like simple UI. And from development development perspective, Superbase comes with built-in functions like uh, authentication, so you no need to build that. So it comes with built-in kind of storage solutions, which also makes like uploading avatars or other functions simple. Anything you need to do with files, uh, you can do with Superbase. But the biggest advantage and the biggest kind of uh, time-saving ability of Superbase is ability to work Uh, with an API directly from the client side. And in many cases, you no need even to write that API. So you could just talk uh, directly to the super base from the client side. Uh, So essentially we eliminate a need to build API for many, many, many functions. So there are some places where you have to build API, like let's say if you're accepting Stripe payments, you need to get like the secure token from your API, uh, so users can make a payment. But uh, to build pitches, you could just focus on your front end and use superbase to build pitches solely on, on on the front end side. So which is which is really exciting and that that's very powerful, especially when you when it comes to building startups, because in startups you often build some things and you you, you, you uh, publish it to users and then you later realize, okay, so things these things didn't work. So, and, and you want to make adjustments and with Superbase, you no need to rebuild API. So you just rebuild front end. So I know that uh, team we have, I think we have two teams using Superbase for to build their products. Uh, so, and the feedback and the speed they can, Built features for like few apps we built with Superbase is really outstanding, so you could give it a try. Uh, yeah, so and for alternatives, um, I used a lot Firebase uh before, so it's it's database uh powered by Google. So, the key difference I'd say is that Firebase is like no um, Firebase is uh, no SQL database and Superbase why also have more trust into the database. So uh, it's built on top of Postgres SQL. So it essentially has relational database underneath and it uses some uh, very famous, I'm I'm not going to go into details, uh, open source tools to power the real time layer. So with Superbase, you could get updates in real time, just like in Firebase. And a bunch of uh, kind of other more developer things, but to sum it all up, so with Superbase you could save like up to thirty percent to not build uh, API and just focus on front end and build something that uh, your users want. Arkham, maybe you have a few words about Superbase. Do you want to add something? Uh,
2: no, nothing to add. Yeah, we can move uh, on to the next slide.
0: We did have one question come in. I don't know if you want to save it till the end, but uh, do you have any specific favorite low-code tools for mobile apps or ones that we've uh, worked with to uh, make yeah. mobile apps?
2: Okay, I, I can try to answer right now, yeah? Sure. So yeah. Uh, I didn't uh, test well. Uh, I have two uh, tools in my checklist. And the first one is Flutterflow. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it has a Flutter under, flo- uh, under the hood, but you can create uh, a lot of, uh, you can provide a mobile experience without code. but if you add additional behavior, you can write uh, it on Flutter. And uh, one more tool, it's uh, Retool Mobile. Uh, I didn't test it too, yeah, it's better right now, but I uh, I love the tool products a lot, and I think uh, it's it's great to give a chance to this technology.
0: Uh,
2: that's it.
1: Awesome. And yeah, and one thing to add um, to to that question. So we are going to come back to that question partially because we actually have one example of the project we built this year. Uh, one of the best examples of mobile project we built this year, so we'll be um, speaking a little bit more at the end of the session when we speak about the projects. Um, Uh,
0: We did have one more question in and it's related to Superbase. So, um, how do we work with rules in Postgres in Superbase? From Ali. Thanks, Ali, for the question.
1: Thank you, Uh, Ali. So, um, um, well, I, I didn't use much of that of, of, of rules, but I do know that you can configure like security on, uh, on the database level uh, right in, in Superbase. So I don't have exact answer to this question, but I know you, you, you can use pretty much all uh, Postgres capabilities uh, and manage uh, security on top of Postgres in Superbase.
0: awesome all right yeah feel free to keep sending us in questions and we'll get them answered as we move through the show so next tool up on the list is Retool
2: yeah I will say some words about Retool, Retool is, is a great tool to build internal tools in your organization uh, you don't need uh, so, yeah, the main benefit of the tool, you don't need to create, uh, um, uh, UI components for your admin panels, uh, from the scratch, you just need to, you just, <clears throat> you just can drag, drag and drop all the components, uh, to the, uh, your dashboard and connect all the necessary data sources. Yeah. I have, uh, <clears throat> one more demo and yeah, uh, Prolect created a lot of, um, little dashboards. Yeah. And I will show one of them. Let me share my screen again. So, um, I will show you the API blacklist here's the, uh, the tables that, uh, straw uh, that represents all the APIs that added to blacklist and emails. Yeah. How it's, it was implemented. Um, yeah, as I said, um, before, uh, in, uh all the components was created um, just by using drag and drop. And, uh, after that, uh, was connected to the MongoDB and some of the rest API endpoints. Yeah, that's it. Um, mm, that's it uh, related to the demo. And yeah, mm, one additional words about alternatives. Yeah, little has a lot of alternatives to build UI uh, to build uh, internal tools, for example, UI Bakery, base and Appsmith, all of them are very similar. Yeah, uh, and uh, one more note: a tool is a local tool. You need to write additional code to manage all the components' behavior. <laughs> you just have a set of UI components, but you need to provide uh, the, provide the behavior them. Uh, yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I think I also have few words to add about Retool. Um, so uh, this year Retool kind of became de facto standard for like most of the new parallax projects as an admin panel. So before Retool, uh, what happened? So like every pretty much every startup needs a simple admin panel, uh, which, for example, going to show list of your users, right? Uh, which going to provide cap- capabilities like Arsham showed, to block IP or blocked email, or, or for example, extend trial and a lot of other things. And traditionally, we used to build, uh, we used to build this kind of custom UI for admin panel. So uh, and these admin panels usually uh, doesn't look good because developers build them and like product team doesn't pay attention so they just need to function so that's one and two whenever you build something you got to support this and 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 here retool comes very nicely so it's my second favorite tool like uh of this year is that you could just drop UI and Retool comes with pre-built UI for searching your users and companies within, you just connect to the database and they have UI to search your users through the database by ID, email, or, or like any other attributes. And then you could see information about the user and then you could easily add operations on top of user like trial and things like that. So, and that could be built in just a matter of hours. So we have retool templated at, uh, at Perlac. So it's shared on ship, I guess. So you could use this to get started. So I think Archon built, it's really great template. So we use it for many projects. And retool uh, before retool, we used to I don't know, spend at least 40 hours when we built uh, like some product, we used to book at least 40 hours to build admin panel. So this year, instead of 40 hours, we built two hours. And when you think about, uh, if, if, if you build custom solution, custom admin panel, it, you also need to add up support costs you will have in the long run. And if you need new little function, uh, so you also need to write the custom code, which often you know, takes much more time. And with Retool, so it's really quick to build this new admin functions. And we've seen on on some of the bigger projects, uh, Retool also works really great among different departments, like uh, in between support department, in between sales, in between marketing, in between product. So they can use to to they, they can use Retool to build things. For example, on Copysmith, we use Retool to update uh, feature flags. Uh, so feature flags are created by engineers added to the database. And then we use Retool as UI to turn on or turn off uh, feature, which was used by uh, like QA team and also was used by product team to enable some feature on production. So really great. And uh, like Tom said, so th- this is also advantage for me. So you really n- need to write very little piece of the code. So um, many times, you know, need to even write, but if you need to, so, so you can, you can easily do this. So they like pretty much every action has a, like some sort of callback f- field where you can write actual code and perform some real uh, coding stuff if you'd like to, but time on support and building is greatly reduced. Uh, for admin panels, I'd say it's like 90% less a time if you use Retool.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. All right, so Retool was our last tool. We're going to move on to two examples of products and projects we worked on that have no code tools involved in their building and launch. So the first up is CoinFlex.
2: Yeah, conflicts. Conflicts. It's a Web Tree, series app for creators. It's like a TikTok, uh, but uh, which uh, which uses uh, Web three standards. Yeah, uh, the stack of this uh, project uh, was React Native and A Table. So React Native is not. Low code, but a table is no code solution, which was uh, very helpful. But uh, yeah, let me share my screen to show how does application look like. Yeah, uh, I will show only the article. Yeah, I will show only the article in Notion because right now I don't have a- a- application. Yeah. It's look, uh, as I said, it uh, looks like TikTok. Yeah. You can swipe uh, and see the videos. Yeah. And this application uh, was implemented in one week. Yeah. Uh, And of course it was, yeah, a table uh, play uh, here a great part. Yeah. Mm, let me explain why. A table uh, was used uh, as primary database, so all uh, data related to the two videos uh, stored in uh, a table. yeah uh, And this it data can be managed uh, right in the browser. So we don't need to create a special admin panel to manage this data. Uh, this, uh this is uh, uh, mm, this is the main key points of uh, <clears throat> using Airtable in context? Maybe, uh, Andrew, you have something to add?
1: Um, uh, yeah, sure. Um, so I think Conflicts uh, was really very mm, uh, interesting project for us this year. And this is also, I'm getting back to Fabio's question about uh, low code tools for mobile apps. So I'll, I'll move a little bit back. So to build mobile application, normally what you need to do, you need to create a database and you need to create an API and, the, and then you need to write mobile app itself that talks to the API and, and basically uh, consumes the data. Uh, and with low-code tools and like no low-code actually no-code tool like Airtable, the Airtable uh, did three things. So first, it was database. Then it was also API for the data. So you no need to build API when you use Airtable. So you could just connect directly to Airtable. And third, as Sir John pointed out, it was also an admin panel for the uh, you know back office of the application to add some data to actually add new videos uh, which appeared on the uh, on, on the screens of users who use the tab so and what excites me most is that uh, like low code and no code tools enables founders and just anyone on the world to build the really creative applications very fast so this founder was very specific, so we like him a lot. So he used Airtable. Well, we used Airtable to build a mobile app, TikTok-like mobile app in one week. So he posted this uh, application on TestFlight, and he pivoted on Product Hunt with with just TestFlight version of an app. He received a lot of positive feedback, and later raised the funds. So you can imagine that he only invested into one-week prototype to raise funds. And this is not the end of the story. So after this, after he raised funds, he discovered that his initial idea, not quite what he wants to build, and he had to kind of rebuild a lot of things and throw away uh, what he built, what we built initially. And now you can imagine, if you started from creating database, building API, and then building frontend, it would spend two months to build this app, it's a very similar app, and he used the quite opposite approach, just, uh, okay, let's build something and let's get, give that something in the hands of user and see what they think. So he received the feedback and moved into other direction. Without spending much money and without having big budgets uh, on 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 tools to power databases, API hosting, DevOps, and a lot of kind of development stuff, which which you I believe which you eventually need with any project, but maybe not quite uh, in the beginning when you start your business, and want to launch some experiments and start your like own idea. So yeah, so that's uh, getting back to the um, question we had uh, on the third slide about low-code tools for building mobile apps. Uh, so Fabio, I would recommend to give a try uh, to Airtable as a database that powers your mobile application. So you could, you could actually fit some data into, that, uh, into Airtable r- right away yourself without a need to use complex tools like database and APIs.
0: Right, yeah. um, we have another question come in about <clears throat> CoinFlix. Uh, was the app shown in Storybook or something like that? So how did they actually show the prototype, I guess is the question from Ali. Thank you, Ali. Thank
1: you, Ali. Um, okay, so um, Storybook, Storybook is the a tool for development documentation as far as I recall, right? Uh, oh, no,
2: no, no. It, it it was a question related to the. Oh, so uh, Yeah, it, it, yeah. The application <clears throat> was uh, was showed in Notion. Yeah, uh, it's an article in Notion related to the application. It's just an. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, it, 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 it's just an image. It's just a demo of application.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but in fact, it I was an actual actual mobile application. We just don't have. Uh... Don't have uh, decided to not to show you the mobile application, but show you an image of mobile application. But it was uh, actual mobile application uh, which uh, users of Product Hunt were able to access through flight link. So TestFlight is application you use to test uh, mobile applications on uh, iOS.
0: Right. All right. Uh, anything else to add about CoinFlix? <laughs> before we move on to the next product?
1: Just uh, try to not spend too much time on building your initial idea. Build it faster. Use Airtable.
0: All right, next up we have (laughs) Novella. So what can we tell us about Novella?
2: Uh, Yeah, Novella, uh, it's a project that is uh, related to wedding. Novella uh, helped uh, helps people to organize their weddings. You just follow a simple uh, onboarding, and after that, application match you with the professional in industry in wedding industry. So uh, we Im- implemented uh, this uh, project with several tools like Webflow, Member Stack, the Zapier, and Airtable. We used Webflow for landing page, and uh, we used Webflow for the front-end side, for client side. We used member stack for sign-in and sign-up proposals. Uh, Zapier was used to automate some of the tasks to push all the data to Airtable. And Airtable was uh, chosen uh, as database. Yeah. But uh, yeah, during the implementation process, we uh faced uh, several issues yeah for example the main issue that is related to workflow is uh, <clears throat> is that only one designer can change the uh website design so um, two designers can change design simultaneously that's why we found only one workaround is uh, so we created a special time frames in our development process and designers worked one um, by one. yeah. Uh, the next one uh, is uh, uh, the next problem is that webflow doesn't have uh, version control. Yeah we, it, it's, it was very hard to roll back uh, to the previous version of application. And uh, the third issue that we faced is the peer uh, uh, the peer prices. So um, in the peer your price for each step, it calculates each step. So and uh, <clears throat> when your the peer pipeline have a lot of steps, you uh, you. You will spend all your free steps very fast. Yeah. And that's why maybe it's better to look uh, to the uh, alternatives, the peer alternatives like Make um, like or something similar. Yeah, this is the main issues, but um, we found, yeah, as I said, several workarounds and solutions, and we delivered Novella. Um, if I'm not wrong, we developed it in one month, yeah. We created an MVP, and which includes onboarding steps and, uh, uh, yeah,
0: and uh, matching
2: algorithm, algorithms. Yeah, that's it.
0: All right, and I do have a quick demo just to show what you've described here. Uh, so on the Novella site, you can see that I'm in the wedding planner sort of questionnaire that they have. So I've entered my info. Let's say I'm from Kansas and Arkansas city. I'm going to get married. Uh, I got engaged. Yeah. March, 2022. You can choose the year here. That was some other year. And we can move on to assume I will have family in Charlottesville, so I wanna get married there so they can all come to the wedding. Uh, we have a bunch of ways to select the date. All right. Or you can select, okay, next summer, I'm gonna get married there. Super. We're gonna have 150 people. I'm gonna spend $100,000. And then they match you up with the sort of setting that you'd like to have your wedding in. So I'm a history guy. Let's go with the historical estate and so on and so on. And they also start to match you with service providers. So photography, food, tents and rentals, et cetera, et cetera. It's a really long process, but Anybody who's planned a wedding knows that it's not as simple as just selecting drop downs on a website. So, this is a simple uh, sort of thing that we've built for them. Andrew, do you want to share anything else about Novella? Uh,
1: yeah, sure. So, like, first of all, like you selected good budget for a wedding. So, it's 100K it was really good budget. So, uh, like, two things here. Uh, so, one uh, like it and it's a uh, good news for like engineers for uh, people like me and Artem and others who actually write the code uh, is it uh, we still uh, like businesses still need us to, to write a lot of custom code but uh, no code and low code solutions could be Kind of use side by side to improve some improve some parts of the processes. I know that on Novella at some point because that MVP was a bit complex for the tool we choose, uh, so we had really we struggled to just build the uh, you know everything on, on like low and no code tools, and we actually had to integrate. You know some code in, in 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 a fun way so i'm not going to explain how but we spent some time to find this way uh which was okay so i think uh, like no code when when you use no code you should think about your application if it's kind of simple enough or try to be more simple with kind of things you build with kind of no code tools like error table so uh I'd say in in like twenty percent of situations you could use uh, you could use uh, no code tools to build some features permanently, and then eighty percent of time, so you you use no code to kind of uh, validate things and then maybe replace or add some code. So there is still a lot of things you would need to custom build. Yeah, so.
0: All right, we did have one question come in from Valeria. She asked about, uh, founders are often looking for bubble specialists. I'm not sure if you guys worked a lot with bubble or not, but I've heard a lot of people talking about it. Uh, Have you worked with it and what is it good for? What is it better than in your opinion?
2: Yeah, okay, maybe I will try to answer. So uh, we tried So I tried Bubble only on the internal projects, not on production projects. And uh, yeah, my opinion is this tool has a lot of, uh, yeah, it's an overhead for some projects and I will try to explain why. So in parallel, there are a lot of developers who can write code and there are uh, a lot of designers Yeah, and that's why we are trying to add some of the no-code tools incrementally. So we can still write code in some areas and applications, but we can granularly add some no-code tools that uh, solve only one problem, for example. For example, Retool for admin panels. It's a great tool, yeah. Uh, And uh, regarding the designs, uh, I I found that it's it's really hard to add uh, to uh, add the custom components to Bubble to export them to Bubble, and it's hard to to work with uh, with layout in Bubble to manage uh, yeah uh, to manage styles and. And small, yeah. This is the main problem that I found in mm-hmm. Bubble. Uh, yeah, and moreover Bubble, uh, you can manage deployment. Oh no, no, <clears throat> right now you can manage the deployment in Bubble. You but you don't have access to code the Bubble. Uh, the Bubble generated, yeah. I, I, I suppose it's a, it's the problem. Because it it will be really hard to migrate to the uh, it, it will be really hard to scale when your project um, become grows yeah. yeah yeah that's it from my side
1: um, I also have few things to add uh, so in fact we. We often advise to people who come to Perolek and ask, okay, I need to build X, Y, Z, and I'm looking to build custom solution. We often advise to not build. If we see, because it's it's hard to assess how much it would cost uh, to build something. And with software, uh, you, you always, not always can predict how much that maintenance would cost. And the we see that founders just have an idea, which might be great, but he don't have like a lot of funds. So we often advise either uh, like use some no-code tools or low-code tools we could use, or, or just tools he could use himself to build the product. And, and, and in fact, we had one founder uh, who after speaking with us decided to take a course on Bubble and went build, uh, you know, application using Bubble and that was great because uh, the reason is that he will learn much more about his idea he might build something uh, he will try to maybe raise some funds and find at least few users out of bubble but like Artem pointed out often you would need to throw away your bubble prototype or bubble application as things get serious and that's probably the reason why we also see we didn't include this to for sake of of simplicity, but Artyom also and his team did research on Plasmic, uh, which a tool that allows you to kind of visually, like in in people who are familiar with Figma, build tools visually and then export them as a code. Uh, So it's kind of uh, a little bit different angle uh, to see the kind of no code, because uh, like from my experience, it starts with no code, but once you kind of get serious, you might switch to something better. But for some projects like uh, the one, we, we have like uh, many site builds on SuperSaw. So I think they would just remain on SuperSaw, like simple landing sites where we post uh, our ideas. So they might be uh, on SuperSaw forever, so. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, and there's a whole <laughs> ecosystem now uh, dedicated to Notion-related uh, sites and Notion tools. So it's that's could be its own whole uh, show, probably the Notion ecosystem yeah. as it continues to grow. And today, you you shared with us the news that they <clears> have <throat> uh, integrated an AI writer into their uh, Notion toolkit, or it's going to launch it as a as an alpha or beta soon. Uh, So it'd be very interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, exactly. I guess guess, uh, my question for you guys is, um, you're both coming to no code from a developer's background. So you're very comfortable with tools that require you to sort of already have that understanding of the logic. Or if there are tools that are low code, you're able to supplement that. Um, if someone doesn't have that background, is there somewhere maybe they should start with? Should they just start playing with Webflow or even simpler than that?
1: John, yeah. what do you think?
2: Um, so, sorry, Mr. I missed uh, it. Yeah, I uh, just read a question from Ivan Drobush.
1: Yeah, missed your question. I can get out. Uh, so, uh, like Webflow uh, is is more for it's more it's no code tool, but you like the learning curve is quite high. So I, I would recommend it for designers if you don't know Webflow. Webflow is a tool which going to be there for for some time, and they just make great change. Uh for those who don't know, Bubble is a good option, so you could learn Bubble. You could learn Airtable. Uh, there are simple things like Teleforms, which is uh, kind of a way to gather feedback similar to like Google Forms, but a bit more kind of uh, friendly and nice, so.
0: Super, all right, well, we're almost out of time, but let's uh, answer Ivan's question real quick before we sign off. So are you going to build your own no-code tool that will perfectly fit your needs,
2: yeah. I suppose it's a great opportunity, but yeah, it requires a lot of resources <laughs> development resources. Yeah, right now, uh, I suppose it's not possible to build no code tools with no code tools. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think, uh, but
1: I think, yeah, uh, it, well, oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah, Andrea, you can continue.
1: Oh yeah, uh, so just I, I think we have some sort of that tool. It's called Ship, uh, so it's uh, ship.project.com. So it's not no code exactly, but it's low code because uh, we uh, it comes up with some prebuilt functionality like Stripe payments, uh, like referrals, and other things. So. As it comes to no code, I mentioned this in the middle of discussion. so Igor just announced on Twitter that he's building a no code tool which is going to allow you to launch landing site in just uh, one minute. So that's the promise. So you may we will leave a links to the Igor's Twitter and to other things we've mentioned on this discussion uh, somewhere on the LinkedIn and other places so you can just go and follow and, and see what we built. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. All right. So that's about all the time we have for today. Uh, Thank you guys so much for sharing your experiences with these tools. I hope the audience that catches this finds a lot of value and gets some of their questions answered. If you have a product idea that you'd like to bring to life, obviously we would love to help you with that. And we would love to do it with some of these tools to save you some time and get it to the market faster so that you can test your idea and get it in the hands of users if you're interested in that please feel free to reach out to us at parallax on any of the social channels or andrew or myself or artyom wherever you see us on the social web all right guys thanks so much for your time and see you all next time
1: thank you john awesome. thank and you awesome. everyone
0: see you all good evening bye check okay.